Welcome to this week's Leader's Guide for the Winter Quarter of Life Groups. This resource is provided to help you prepare and effectively lead your group. For your convenience, you can also download a written version of this guide under Leader Tools at northcoastchurch.com groups. So let's join Pastor Dave Enns now as he introduces this week's material. Greetings, leaders, and welcome to week number nine of the Winter Quarter of Life Groups. And just right here in the beginning, just want to say thank you again for all that you have done this quarter in leading your people in connecting. And it is, again, continues to make an incredible difference. And it's one of the key, what we would call discipleship decisions people make as they follow Jesus. We often think just the Bible or going to church, and those are good, but that relationship, it causes people to dive into the Word on their own and discuss it with others and begin to think, how do we live it out? And that's how the Holy Spirit works. So thank you leaders for all that you are doing there. Now, before I get to anything, stop. If you have not confirmed your roster for next quarter, whether there's no changes or changes, you need to do that. Actually, stop this audio right now and do it right now because signups are just a couple weeks away. And we need to make sure we know exactly how many openings we have and don't have so we can get people connected into groups to not just be in a group and have friends, but again, that whole discipleship piece of like, how is God... I want God to work in my life. How do we do that? And we know that that relationship piece that happens is it causes it to happen. That's why God, again, we calls us to gather together and why we call your life group meeting every week a holy moment, even though some weeks we know it may not feel very holy. So anyway, do that. Check it out. Make sure you have that happen. And then so you also, of course, want to finalize Hey, we're taking a couple weeks off and make sure your group is aware of what's happening with that. And then continue to talk about your plans for Serve Your City. Again, we signups are going, we're, we're a number of weeks out, but again, you get the most options to sign up as a group the earlier you sign up. So be checking that out. And then, of course, if you have any potential leads for leaders or hosts, be praying about that. You go, Dave, I don't have any. I'm going to ask you this, leaders. Is if you could just take, hey, God, I'm going to focus here. God, speak to me about any of my friends, whether they're in your group or not, whether it's you or someone that God is calling to move into leadership um, and or hosting in both of one of those roles, because that is in, continues to be such an important piece. And we are about continuing to reach and connect people not just who already is there. And uh, we know the Holy Spirit moves in that way. So thank you again for doing that. All right. Well, this is the last week of this quarter. And always we shorten the homework to allow you plenty of time to take communion and to kind of focus in and looking back at like how has God been working in all that's been going on. We've got the quick review question there that is always there and you may or may not spend time with that but again we have that option there but then we've got two questions in the my story section um, that are going to take some time if you're going to dive into it and one of these two definitely I would encourage you to do the second one for sure but here's the first one and it follows into again just another great message 
that we heard this weekend in this in our John series. And here's what it says. This weekend, Chris talked about the three stages of faith. As you heard them explained, how do they relate to your story of faith and following Jesus? Now, you are going to probably have a variety of answers here. And a couple reminders, and just as your group, and even as you set up and ask this question, is just reminding your group that our, our belief, our faith, our growth, spiritual growth, is, is different and goes about in different ways for everyone. And so that's where this, this question is going. Um, there are ups and downs. Um, and also reminder that, that our, as we follow Jesus, it's a relationship. And you know, wait, he's God. What do you mean? Well, it is. It's a relationship with Jesus. And relationships have ebbs and flows. We grow. Sometimes we are three steps forward, two steps back, two steps forward, three steps back. It goes back and forth. And the question isn't whether you're committed or not. It's like, how are you growing and seeing that? So this could be a great question to um, have your group and see and how they're responding. If, I, if you have already had a question like this, over the last couple weeks, and you may want to skip that. But again, it could be a great option for you to check out. And also, just that whole idea of our how our faith flows, it would be another passage of Scripture you could look at. It would be Philippians 2, 12 through 15. And it talks about there how we are uh, to work our faith out with fear and trembling. And they go, wait, I'm not supposed to be afraid. I've been forgiven. Isn't that what Chris talked about uh, a week ago? And the answer is yes, you are forgiven but we still deal with the emotion and uh, the, the pieces like, am I doing this, am I not? Romans 7 is one that we often look at as Paul was dealing with that difficulty and that frustration in your faith. And again, it's, it's, it's a, the passage is so powerful because it's like, hey, I've got to work this out, but God is actually working in me. And I love that whole um, idea that God is working and engaged with me in the midst of that. So this would be a great one to hear from everyone, but know that you're going to have like, hey, I'm, here's where I'm at, and and you can have a variety of answers. So again, just check, making sure you're aware of that, leaders, as you dive into this question. Now, the second question is the big one that is, uh, we're going to look back and go, hey, how has God been working through this? Let me read it to you. Jesus wants to stretch our faith from simple head knowledge to one that transforms us and impacts others. That's the, the big message that we heard this weekend, right? This has been the theme of the first 10 weeks of our study in the book of John, or you could say the first four chapters of John also. Yeah, we've taken 10 weeks to do four chapters. Love what, where we're going and what we've been doing. Questions goes on to say, as we close the winter quarter, take a moment to think back on what you've learned, marked in your Bible, or written in your notes about the themes we've covered. And there's some below here. What has stuck with you so far? So we got a bunch of examples there taken from the last uh, 10 weeks of messages. But people may be going back to stuff that they wrote in their notes or what, whatever that may be. And this would just be a great question again for your group to go in and go, hey, where are you at and what, is, what, is, what are you walking away with in this study? And as we have talked about what this saving uh, belief looks like and how has it powered you in that way. So again, you want to make sure you take time to answer this question. In this, you may be starting to highlight a theme or some themes for individuals or for even your group of how God is working and growing. So that's such a, a key piece here 
in that. And you might want to throw in too is, hey, what ways has your life group helped you with this in the verses that apply? And you may see that and hear that come up in the midst of this also. And here's how I would transition this is that, hey, it's so good to hear from everyone on how God has worked and is working. And as we come together each week in our life group, we come back to remember and see who God is and how he has worked. And that's where we're going to go in to this time of communion. And this next question really sets us up. And it's really the key piece that Chris was talking about in that saving faith. And that my, yeah, I, I, I have head knowledge for this. I, under, I understand it in my head. And I have needs that need to be met. But, my, but I'm going beyond just God answering my prayers. The fact that God has saved me and is changing me into remembering that is what really flows. And that's that ministry part is when we really have a sense that God is working through us to change others. And so the question here is, the saving faith puts its hope and trust in who Jesus is and what he's done for us. Yet the busyness, challenges, and selfish distractions of life can cause us to forget the power of what Jesus has done for us. As you read the passages below, jot down all they say about what Jesus has done for you. Is there one you think most people miss? And which one stands out to you? So we've got four passages here. And again, this is setting up your communion, going, hey, this is, and this also can really set up your prayer time. Hey, God, I thank you for this. And you could use this and people's answers uh, as a prayer guide here. So based on your time is how you'll go after this one. You could just have everybody share, hey, which is the one that is standing out to you? And I might suggest it, 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 you may even want to stay away from which one you think people miss the most. Um, and just focusing on, hey, here's what's catching my attention. Here's what's standing out to me. Now, another way, if you have time, is you may want to read through everyone here with your group. And this can be powerful. Again, you never again, never make your, everybody read in your group. I think you know that, leaders, because some people are not comfortable at all reading uh, in a group. But you could, have each, uh, you could go through each one and just as you have that, have everybody else read along. You have one person do John 10 and then another one do John uh, Romans 5, Hebrews 4, and then on to 1 Peter 1. And as you are, as people are reading that, if they haven't done this already, have them do the whole circle. Hey, here's something about Jesus. Here's something about Jesus. And you could go back and count all the things and different pieces about who it says to Jesus to help remember who he is. But then I think it's so important to have everybody share which one is that one that is standing out to them about who Jesus is. And that's, again, the Holy Spirit speaking through people as they're sharing their answers uh, with one another in the midst of that. And then you move into a time of communion. Hey, this sets us up. This is what we want to remember and how we want to um, continue to keep Christ at the forefront of how we're living. So this week in your life group, you'll be taking communion to remember what Jesus has done for us. Communion is the very symbol and reminder of our need for God and all that he has done for us. Forgiveness, a costly sacrifice through his son, and a new life and new relationship with our almighty God. So at this point, you want to get ready for a communion and put your uh, put your communion elements in the middle of, the, uh, of your group there. And... Um, and then you can, uh, so here we go. We're going to set this up. In 1 Corinthians, and read 1 Corinthians 1, 23 through 26 with them. For I have received 
from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And then you can move into communion. These things are reminding us of who he is. And here you can, um, at this point, um, play a, a song if you'd like to while people take communion. You can see there I've got a video music worship option. There's a, a No Longer Slaves is a song uh, there you can use. We've also got a link to all of our North Coast worship songs. And you could play one of those while you're taking a time of communion. You may want to shorten those. Some of those go a little longer. <laughs> and so um, you, you may want to play that for only three minutes. Also, if you are, hey, I don't know how comfortable I feel leading in communion. We've also got a video link there. It's J.D. Larson, a Fallbrook campus pastor. And he, lead, he can lead your group in communion there. And then that transitions into a song. So those are two of the options there in way to set that up. And then as you close that time off, you can just say, hey, well, let's, let's take some time and just thank God for who he is. And this is where people can refer back to what they shared in those highlights of who Jesus is and how he was, or even going back to in that first section of where, hey, God, thanks for teaching me this, reminding me of this. And again, reminding your group you want to have short prayers, and so everyone's feeling comfortable in doing that. So I'm being able to focus in. And that can be a very rich time as you close off this quarter. So again, you're going to just take two weeks off, leaders. And then we're going to be back at that. And again, just please be praying for us also. As we're, again, we're continuing to figure out our group situations. Because we know the one of the number one desires of people coming uh, to the church on the weekends is to not, they may want to be left alone, but they do not want to be alone. In other words, people can come on, but when it's all said and done, connection is how we're, how we're designed, and it's our, one of our most healthy spiritual uh, signs in our life is if we're allowing people to come alongside of us to encourage us, but also us to encourage them. Leaders, I just want to thank you again for all that you have done and I pray these next two weeks that you have a great couple weeks off resting and getting ready I know we always enjoy that off though we oftentimes still miss our group in the midst of that and so again uh, leaders thanks for all that you're doing let me pray for you as we wrap up the quarter Father God I just thank you again uh, for how you uh, come towards us God as you continue to move and love and care for us and I pray for our leaders and all the different times and places that they're meeting, that they may gather their people together and that their people may catch vision for to not just follow you, but to live their faith in such a way that they are able to, others can see who you are in their life and that we can reach more to be able to, that they may follow you, God. So God, I just, again, we pray for this, this time here and we pray for our church in North Coast that we can continue to be a witness and an encouragement as we follow you, Lord, in, a, in life's challenges and all that comes at us. Thank you, God, in your name. Amen.
Thanks, leaders, again, and have a great last meeting.